The Adventures of Sharon and Pete. Episode 4. Pete uses his freedom pass. Hi, it's Pete. Before I get going with this next episode of my story, SJ wants me to tell you about the new plan for releasing Tristacy episodes. In future, he will release a new episode of a show when the previous episode has had at least 500 listens around the world. So you can forget the Thursday thing. At least 500 listens is the new yardstick for when we produce and launch a new episode. And believe me, the way it's going, that could be launching new episodes of a show faster than once a month. Sharon has been getting at me a bit asking me why I use this BBC hoity-toity accent when I'm telling you my stories. She says to me, why don't I just sound like me? So here's the thing. I was brought up in Shrewsbury in the middle of England, so I used to have just a BBC accent. Most English people would say that's no accent at all. But you know how if you live with people who have a particular accent, you start imitating them and picking up that accent. Well, that's what happened with me. I was living in Essex with Sharon and I started talking more and more like her. So, okay, as she's moaned about how I'm speaking, from now on I'll speak more like I normally talk with her. So back to me story. I just felt totally shit when I was in the monastery. You wouldn't believe it. I was just out of it. I didn't know whether Sharon was in the room or not in the room. I was just passed out. She told me the next morning that she'd been wiping me brow all night with a flannel because I seemed feverish and I was talking in me sleep. But I don't remember a thing. We stayed on in that monastery place another night so I could recuperate better. Then on we drove through Spain, down past Salamanca, into Portugal. It's a long drive, you know, and on the way Sharon was going on and on about how was I going to use my holiday sex freedom pass. Almost nagging me about it at times. Honestly, I had no idea how I was going to use it. I just wanted to sit by a pool a bit, in the sun, and have some shag times with Sharon. You know, a bit of a shag fest. Although we have our holiday sex adventures, Oh God, I still love it when she dresses up in my favourite costumes. You know, like that little number. She's got this little plaid skirt, wears no knickers, has a tight little white blouse and a sexy bra. Yeah, I love to have a good old play session with Sharon sometimes. In Portugal, we were staying at this hotel. A little bit outside Lisbon. It was a bit cheaper. Although we got the cash, we're doing okay. We don't like to waste money. It was a nice place amongst the pine trees and had a golf course by the side of it. We had a lovely room with a great big shower and I thought, whoa, this will be a good place for a bit of soapy lathering with Shah. That first night was the first time I'd felt okay for days at supper time and me linguine carbonara was just amazing. Lots of those little bits of bacon and mushroom that I love. After the drive and a bottle of Portuguese red wine with all that linguine, well, we just both crashed out. There was no hanky-panky in the shower that night or anywhere. 
at brekkie the next morning i was tucking into me scrambled egg and bacon oh i do like a bit of bacon i do and sharon started to go on about the holiday pass thing again so pete what ideas have you got for your sex holiday pass shut i just don't know i haven't got a clue why do you keep going on about it i just want to know when you're going to get want to get rid of me for a few hours because then i plan to do something on my own and I've got a plan to use my own freedom pass. Haven't you got any ideas at all what you'd like to do? No, Shah, I really haven't. Pete, have you ever had a tantric massage? Sharon, never. I don't even know what one is. And she started to tell me, like she was reading from a script she had memorised from the internet. Tantric massage is a bit oriental, a bit Indian, maybe a bit Chinese. Because one place says they stimulate both your yin and your yang. They play with all your nerve endings and they make your dick hard. Then soft again, then hard again. So many times you're just screaming for it. And as part of all that, they touch your F spot. F spot. A pleasure zone under your balls. And they give you a prostate massage. That's where your G spot is, Pete your male g-spot massaging your f-spot and your g-spot makes you horny as hell your dick hard as steel crying out for it with all of that you eventually come like a choo train happy ending oh my god pete a huge happy ending i think you might like it pete and i'll tell you one thing i'm never giving you a prostate massage I'm never sticking my fingers up your bum. That's a bridge too far for me. So look, I googled it, and there's one of these massage places, these tantrap massage places in Lisbon. If you can't think of anything else to do, go use your sexy freedom pass there. Go there, have some real fun. Now look, I don't really like to tell you all of this, but all of this talk of me horny spots was giving me a hard on as I was trying to gobble me scrambled egg chew me bacon i didn't know i had all these horny spots and the idea of someone playing with them well it was sending me a bit crazy you know me dick was really hard in me shorts under the table so i thought sharon might be really onto something sometimes she is and maybe i should go to the tantric massage place but you know to try and deflect her a bit i asked her how she was going to use her sexual freedom pass but then she went all quiet and just sipped her coffee. I thought she got something in mind, to be honest, but she wasn't going to tell me. Later that morning, I snatched a look at the website for the tantric place in Lisbon, and I decided I'd go there the next afternoon. Didn't seem like you made an appointment, you just walked in. So the next day I got a taxi over there and got the taxi geezer to drop me a few houses away in the same street. As I was walking up the hill to the massage place, in all this heat, you know, the Lisbon heat, I felt dizzy with excitement. I got to the door and I knew it was the right one, as it had a big red heart by the bell. I rang the bell and the door was opened by an old woman. Looked a proper old hag, she did. She led me down a huge stone staircase with iron railings and a wooden handrail to like a posh cellar place. Well, I reckon it had been the wine cellar. It was lined with bricks and it had like gaps where you'd put your wine bottles. At 
the bottom, she gave me a little, put me in a little room with this big sofa. Then a pretty young thing, a pretty young girl with black hair and big tits came and gave me a black folder, sort of like a brochure, and told me in broken English that I should read it and choose from the menu. So I copped to look at this menu, but I couldn't understand a thing, it was all in Portuguese. So I said to the pretty young thing, could she explain? And she said they had different prices for different things. The main session was 90 minutes, and the big question was how many orgasms I wanted. How many orgasms? Did I want two? Did I want three? Or did I want four? Oh my God, I thought. It was another 100 euros if you wanted four gasms instead of two. Now, I didn't like to admit this in front of this pretty young thing, but I thought to myself, the chance of me having even two orgasms was going a bit if I just had a big, big one in the first place, let alone four orgasms. But I didn't want to show myself up if four was the norm in there. So I said, okay, okay, sweetie, I'll have the four orgasm menu. Then she asked me if I wanted two girls or one girl. I thought, well, if I'm trying for four orgasms in 90 minutes for the first time in my life, I bet I have two massage girls going at it, what with all these G-spots and F-spots and everything. The last thing she asked me was whether I wanted the options of rolling around on an oily floor with them both. Wow, this was called Nuru. And having a soapy shower with them both to kick off with. I nodded and I said I'd have both those things. You know me. My motto is, in for a penny, in for a pound. After I'd made me selection from the menu, this girl took me to the massage room and told me to take all my clothes off and wait. It wasn't long before there was a knock on the door and two women came in both wearing bikinis. <laughs> Honestly, it was like little and large. The first girl was massive. I don't mean in a fat way, just my God, she was tall. She seemed about like six foot six or something. She towered over me. To me, she was a bit disappointing because she was like all legs and no tits. She wasn't my idea of a sexy woman. Didn't find her attractive at all. The second one was a little pretty one who'd show me the menu. She was lovely proportioned. Some of the most beautiful tits I'd ever seen with those lovely little brown nipples. And what an arse that girl had. What a nice tight little arse she had on her. They stripped off and each of them took one of my hands and led me to the shower. And it started with the soapy lavering. The big one was behind me and she was lavering the crack between me bum cheeks and reaching underneath to squeeze me balls. Then a little one stood in front of me, put lava all over her tits and started rubbing herself up and down me chest. Then lower, then squeezing me rock hard dick between those soapy, pretty tits. What with the one behind softly squeaking in me balls and me dick sliding up and down those lavery tits in front. I couldn't help it, people. I couldn't help it, I just came. It was really quick. Oh my God, I thought, that's me first orgasm already. 
just free to go. Once we were out of the shower, they both dried me with a soft towel. Then they took a huge rubber mat and lay it on the floor. They poured what seemed to be loads and loads of oil on this rubber mat and then made me lie down on it on me back. Then they poured some of the oil over me front and over their tits and down their stomachs and on their thighs. And there they were, both of them on top of me, slipping and sliding, slipping and sliding all over the place. This big one had big hands and tried to grab me dick and make it hard again. Well, that wasn't working, it was too soon. So she lifted up me knees and sat between them. She put on this like rubber glove thing from a rubber glove box and rubbed the spot right underneath me balls. Later, someone told me that was me F spot. Never knew that before. I'd never been rubbed there before, let alone with oil. It was just like heaven, heaven people. A lovely, lovely sensation. Then slowly she stuck two fingers up me anus and started rubbing what I guess was me prostate. Never had that before, so didn't know where it was. Me dick was growing harder again now, like out of my control, but my mouth wasn't out of control. I was sucking one of the delicious, oily tits of the little one, and me hand was stroking between her bum, trying to finger her clit, but her hand was on me hand, trying to stop me. My God, it was hot. You know what happened, don't you? Doesn't take a miracle to know that. It was only a short while, and I come again. Me second orgasm. The three of us lay there, a complete oily mess, totally covered with it. The oil, I mean. What was going through my mind was, well, how was I possibly going to do this twice more? I already felt I was a bit empty inside, you know, drained. After a little rest, the girls helped me up and made sure I didn't slippy myself on the mat and they took me to the shower. But this time they knew just to soak me with a sponge, clean me up a bit. We didn't do nothing sexy that time. It was then me fantasy idea came, as they were drying me off. I'd get fed up at a big one, she was just too tall, tits too small. I wanted some time with that sexy little one, you know. A lovely one-on-one, -on -one, canoodling, spooning with that nice firm arse and those perfect, round, fulsome tits. They asked me what I wanted to do next. Well, I was having another one of me in for a penny, in for a pound moments, and I was just honest. I said, could the big one please go away and leave me with the little one for a play? They agreed, and so the big one left. The little one looked at me in the eyes and said quite sternly, No touching me bits, I just touch you. I agreed and off we went again to the races. My God, what a circuit we had. That girl had the hands of an angel. She was corkscrewing one hand round me dick, squeezing me balls of the other. Her tits still glistening with the oil. She hadn't washed it all off in the shower. It was glistening, those tits, those lovely, lovely nipples, glistening in the light of the candles, which were there at the back of the room.
It was such a turn on, such a turn on, and me dick obliged and was soon having another orgasm. Number three, never before. She sat with me and winked. She was such a naughty little thing. She asked again. Well, honestly, you know, guys, I think sometimes you can have too much of a good thing. And I knew it had me feel. It had been gorgeous, gorgeous above gorgeous. But I wanted to leave on a high note, like you need a party. I didn't want to look stupid because I couldn't come in public the fourth time. I smiled at her. That big smile of a satisfied man. I said, no, darling, I'm done. I'm finished. It's been totally wonderful. But I'm just going to have a shower now and then wend me merry way home. Later, in the taxi, on my way back to the hotel, I wondered how much I should tell Sharon about all of this. I decided to lie just, a, you know, a wee bit, and I didn't mention the pretty little girl and the third orgasm. I thought it was enough Sharon knew I'd had a good time by having two orgasms. Two orgasms for the one freedom pass. I was a happy boy. A really happy boy.